you're listening to the Boo Boys Podcast. Wow. Third time's a charm, I guess. This is our third episode, and if you're still listening to us, we are very graciously thanking you for that. This episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of, I guess, cause and effect would kind of be the main theme of this one. We're going to cover the butterfly effect, Mandela effect, and doppelgangers. Doesn't sound like they all kind of intertwine, but we'll make it happen. We always do. So we'll go ahead and start off with just a quick description of what the chaos theory is. Chaos theory is mathematics that specifically focus on behavior of dynamic situations that are sensitive to initial conditions. So this is basically one small thing can make many big things happen. It doesn't really take much to cause an entire change to what could have been. Is this that whole uh, cliche, if you if you step on even one butterfly, the world could explode? So the butterfly effect, depending on the initial conditions, is actually just a small change in just one specific instance that can have a huge impact on something later on. From all the research that I was doing, the butterfly effect specifically goes more towards weather patterns and changes than it does any kind of sociological kind of a thing. I know we actually watched the butterfly effect movie just to kind of see if it compared to what we could research on, and in that movie, if people aren't familiar, and I guess spoiler alert, I mean, it came out in 2004, you should have seen it by now, so you can't really be too mad if you're just now hearing about it. (laughs) He essentially is able to travel back in time, which caused his current life to change, so when he comes back into the present future, it's different than what little confusing, I guess, if you're not, you know, cool and up-to-date on time travel, but it definitely made more sense when I looked more into the chaos theory, as that's what we are more so focused on. Like, that's what we are more looking for, that's more of the right. crazy... That's where the whole, like, if a dinosaur steps on a plant a million years ago, it can cause, you know, New York to never happen, kind of a thing. That's less the butterfly effect and more of the chaos theory. Have you ever played Until Dawn? So, that video game is supposedly, I'll let you decide after I explain, is supposedly based, like, largely on the butterfly effect. So, as you're going through the game, you can choose a bunch of different options. It's one of those fun little games where, like, if you mess up, you die. And I guess there's a way that you could supposedly get everyone to live throughout the whole night. But it will show you, like, this is the option you chose, this is what happened here, like, on a butterfly, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it'll show, like, the outcome of that. And that's what how they were trying to show, like, in quotation marks, the butterfly effect. That's more chaos theory? That is more the chaos theory than it is the butterfly effect. So the chaos theory is that from one small innocent action, chaos will erupt in a major way. Where the butterfly effect is the slightest action can cause a giant effect on your surroundings, if that makes sense. And I know that it still sounds pretty similar to each other, but I think the butterfly effect isn't something that will cause a permanent issue in the in the future, but the chaos theory will. If you make a choice in your game and it ends up killing someone in the middle of the night, that's the chaos theory. But if you make a choice and you guys just run out of water before the end of the night, that would be the butterfly effect. So you have the choice of saving like the girl you're in love with or like your best friend from getting sawed in half. And in my case, I was like, we're going for the girl. This man was... Gonna get laid. Exactly. Because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we get the girl, right? And then at the end, it shows that the best friend, like, stayed through the whole thing. And he wasn't even, like, in any danger. Oof. Right. So 
Like, if I were to choose the best friend, and, like, the girl just, like, dies, and she's just dead dead, what would you call it? Chaos Lady. Chaos Lady? Yeah. Okay. That whole instance is still the Chaos Theory, because it's one specific thing that causes a big thing in later time. Like, permanent big thing? Okay. So, I guess the easiest way to put this over is, the reason that it mainly focuses on weather and things is because this can happen within days or weeks, where the Chaos Theory can happen over years and years. Alright. So in that game, I guess you could still call it the butterfly theory since it does happen pretty, like, quickly. But I feel like it still does fall under that chaos theory because it's not, it's not like this one small thing causes all these things to happen. It's this one specific thing of not choosing the best friend causes the outcome of the best friend being pissed off because you didn't choose them to happen. It's not you choose the best friend, the best friend chokes on water, trips on the saw, the saw comes <laughs> loose and kills the girlfriend, and then does that, which would be more similar to the butterfly effect. Oh, alright. I believe. I'm not a scientist. If you disagree, message us about it. Yeah, if we're completely just, like, blowing this out of our asses and you guys are like, are y'all serious? We hope we're not. We're really, like... I did a solid, like, 30 minutes of, uh, <laughs> of research on this. We'll call you out and be like, so this person told us we're dumb. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is 100% just for fun, and honestly, the whole entire concept of this podcast is, like, up for debate whether or not half the stuff we're going to talk about is even real, so whether or not you want to believe us, or you think we're wrong, you can let us know, or you can do some Google searches and research of your own and find it out and better your life. Getting into that, though, uh, another cause and effect, one thing that you kind of see with the chaos theory is um, many people confuse the chaos theory and the butterfly theory all the time. Is that what you were going for? Um, Getting into the chaos theory, though, just for a little bit of fun, we'll talk about the Mandela effect, because I feel like that's pretty chaotic if you actually look into it. It's It's wild. It really is. It's a trip. Like, and the theories behind, like, what's actually going on, like, some of them make me laugh, and then some of them are just like, fuck, that's too real. (laughs) So the Mandela effect, specifically, by definition, is just a large number of people sharing a false memory or many people recalling or seeing a similar instance and it being different in real life. A lot of people apparently on the internet, and I'm sure just in real life. I feel like internet people and real life people are the same, but I keep thinking of them as different people. I mean, sometimes they are. Depends. Yeah. So a lot of people believe that they were able to see Nelson Mandela's funeral on TV in the 1980s. Like, he died in prison, and they held the funeral for him, and there was a whole big congressional and everything about it. But then, only for him to die again in 2013 and confuse a lot of people. Because they were like, what are you talking about? He's dead. He's been dead. It's been, like, 30 years. Legitimately, on paper, he did not die until 2013, but there are people that have vivid memories of watching it on TV or even going to the funeral and, like, paying respects and him being gone. So, it's pretty insane, especially considering, like, I feel like it was probably on the news when he got out of prison and became, like, president. <laughs> yeah, like, this whole thing is, the fact that enough people, like, vividly remember this, like, it's just... You would think that they would have been more weirded out about him becoming president than him dying again. I'd be more weirded out about him dying again, because I'd be like, oh, poor man's died, and then, like, a couple years later be like, right. he what? But he supposedly died in 1980, and then he got out of prison in, like, the early 2000s, and then he became president of his country, and then died again in 2013. So, in the middle there, there was a pretty big thing that happened, and nobody was like, wow, that's pretty weird, I thought that guy was dead, and then he died in 2013, and they were like, whoa, 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 I saw him die. It's like, why didn't you mention that before? Like, when he became president? Right. Some other crazy examples are the Bernstein Bear 
stain thing. Oh, yeah. Like, whether it's EI or AI, they're stain bearers. I mean, okay, I actually can relate to this one, because I remember it being, like, the like isn't it, uh, like, it was EI, and now it's AI? Like, it's, like, Berenstain now, but yeah. it used to be the Berenstain. Like, I remember, like, the EI. It's weird, because I remember it being AI. I remember it being EI. Because it's hard for me to say Berenstain. That is for me to say bear stain. I feel like I re- I remember like the yeah like I remember being like the bear stein bears and like all that junk the bear like I don't know maybe it's like, like the German in me. There were, <laughs> there were people who even had books and stuff like that were different. Right. And that was like the crazy thing. And that's how I, I swear I'm gonna like go digging. I have childhood books somewhere in one of my attics and or basements in a family member's thing. I'm gonna hunt it down. You can do it. Um, I have a few different instances that I just thought were kind of fun to to point out. So. Maybe some people have heard of these. Now you will. <laughs> Did you know, in Star Wars, when Darth Vader says, Luke, I'm your father, and he freaks out, spoiler alert. <laughs> Not <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> he doesn't actually say, Luke, I am your father. He says, no, I am your father. No. Yeah, and even, like, the guy who played Darth Vader is like, I'm pretty sure it's Luke, but then when they go over the script, it's, no, I am your father. And when you go back through the movie, it's, no, I am your father. Well, now I have to rewatch the whole movie because I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, you just fuck up your world a little bit there. I'm literally going to mess with every Star Wars movie <laughs> I know and be like. This one apparently like pisses off a lot of millennials, and I don't understand why. Did you know the Monopoly man doesn't have a monocle? Does he really not? Nope. Mr. Peanut does, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Monopoly guy does not have a monocle. And I feel like, even before I read that, I've always, like, whenever you look at, like, the Monopoly boxes, he has a monocle. Yeah. It hangs below his, like, his, like, little cheeky ear thing. Yeah, his little, like, his fantastic cheekbones, sir. <laughs> Sensational. Um, but there's, like, different Monopoly games, though. But he's like. a trademarked, like, design. So all Monopoly games that are done by Hasbro or Brothers are exactly the same. And the Monopoly guy doesn't have a monocle. I'm looking this up, like, right now. I'm like, this is happening. Um, I'm trying to think of one. I have a few more. Okay. Oh, you're right. He looks like a less impressive Mr. Peanut. Oh, that's the Mandela thing. I can't believe that. See, people just mistake him for Mr. Peanut. Ready for your childhood dreams. Again? <laughs> so, did you know it's Snow White? It's not Mirror Mirror on the wall. It's Magic Mirror on the wall. I knew that. Yeah? Yeah. Apparently everybody thinks it's Mirror Mirror on the wall. No, it's Paris at the mall. Magic Mirror, like, because it's the talking mirror. The Magic Mirror. Yeah. We all just don't know what you're talking about, so it's funny. <laughs> Alright, this one I feel like wasn't that big of a thing because I don't know, I'm not an artsy person, so I'm not like, I know all the colors in the magic <laughs> Well, I do know all the colors, fancy words, all the different colors and all that and stuff, so all the different hues and all that. Before I tell you what it is, if I say the word chartreuse, what color is that? Pink. That's what everybody thinks. <laughs> but it's green. No. Yeah. Chartreuse is a green color. Named after a French green liquor. Whoa. And really? If you Google it, you'll find the pink and green pictures show up. That's just like a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, yeah just fuck me up. Because, like, I didn't even know, like, like, I read the color and, like, immediately my brain was just, like, flashed the color pink. Yeah. Right? Like, a, kind of like a pinky pink, like, pink. Yeah. 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 Like, like, I think fashion was pink kind of a thing. Where it's, like, like, I think of, like, the, like, an episode or something of, like, a TV show or, like, a movie or something where they're, like, that's pink. And it's, like, no, this is chartreuse. Like, yeah. You, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly what I thought. But it's green. It's like a lime green, too. It's electric green. Well, if it was any green, I would 
Yeah, I would hope that it's safe. Right. It's gotta be safe. Yeah. Here's another child groomer. Not really. I mean, I feel like <laughs> if you mess your entire life into something like this, like, you probably need to get some more hobbies. Tweedledee and Tweedledum from Alice in Wonderland have flags on their hats, not propellers. I knew that, too. A lot of people, when they portrayed the, the Tweedledee and Tweedledum twins, they put propellers. But there are people that swear there's a scene in the movie where they use the propellers to actually, like, fly around. See, now you gave me another movie that I'm going to have to rewatch. Because I'm, like, trying to think back. I don't I don't think I remember. Like, I remember, like, them doing the little bounce up and down thing. Right. And, like, they have, like, the flags on top of their heads. Right. I don't remember them flying around. But that's what, like, people were like, no, they have propellers. That's how they fly around. And I was like, they're so fat. I don't think they fly. They just, like, bounce on top of each other. And then here's the last one that I have. There was a lot of them. But I was like, I'm not going to name off all of these stupid. But here's one that will connect to you a little bit better. Okay. Did you know? Panic at the Disco has their own Pandora effect. Really? Yeah. So, in that uh, I Write Sins Not Tragedies song, there are people that are arguing whether it's closing the goddamn door or closing a goddamn door. I closing the goddamn door. Closing a goddamn door. Which one do you remember? I think a door. I think the door. So, people ask Brendan Murray on Twitter, um, the lead singer of Panic at the Disco, for those of you who don't follow, even he was like, like that's her word for word. He was like, that's some Mandela effect shit. Uh, he doesn't know. Oh shit. He doesn't. He's like, I'm saying it both ways. I don't know. He's like, I, I don't care anymore. It doesn't matter. That the door cool. needs to be closed. The door also needs to be closed. Close How would you people ever heard of closing the goddamn door? No, that's how I remember it. Haven't you ever heard closing the goddamn door? No. Once we get some more people. I think, like, following us. We're going to do a poll on that, because that's some bullshit. <laughs> Alrighty. So, I, yeah, those are, those are some, like, weird... Did you hear the one about the presidential assassination? Like, where JFK? he... Yeah, like, the one with his car, mm-hmm. where he was, like, driving a different car than what everyone remembers. Right. There's also... There's, there's a couple of them with him, specifically. There's one where there were actually six people in the car, not four. And then there's one where um, there are some people that think that they saw Jackie. Jackie Kennedy was holding a gun. That's, okay, that yeah. one I don't believe for a second. But, like, the people in, like, the car, like, I could see that being like yeah. the effect. But, like, I don't think I've ever met anybody that's like, yeah, when she was holding the gun. And, like, well, not the gun that shot him. Holding she a gun. a gun for, like, self-defense in case, because they were in an open car. She didn't have a gun. She was crawling out of, like, the trunk after she got shot. Like, me. She was picking the brain off the car. <gasps> That was why she was on the trunk, was she was scooping up his brain. I thought she was just trying to get out. Nope. She, his head got, and then she was like... Why is that her first... What would you do? Get out of the car. <laughs> Shows how much you love your man. <laughs> scooping his brains up. You know, like, there's continued video that obviously isn't like circulating as much, but there's continued video of like her. Like, oh my god. Would you really do that? I feel like my first, like, intention would probably be to get down. I don't think it, I don't think get out would be my first intention because, like, if you get out, you're standing. You've got more of a target now. So my first intention would be, like, down and close to the, to the floorboards. Yeah. See, now I'm, like, thinking about conspiracy theories. I'm like, how are you so calm that you're scooping your husband's brains off the trunk? I don't think she was calm doing it. I think she just... She there has to be a certain level of sh- either shock when that's coming in or, like, she was in on it. Because I don't see her being like, I'll just scoop these up really quick. Like, that's just not, I can't, like, that, you honestly just kind of blew my mind a little bit. I don't see anybody watching somebody's head get shot I'll off. I'll see if I can find the video for you. But it's, it's rough. She's literally just, like, scooping his brains. Like, 
she picks up a couple of pieces and then she's like like takes her hand and like a little cut motion and that like is a sign of a psychopath to me. I'm so like I get that she probably had like was not doing it. I don't think it was something way, that she actively was like, oh, I need to make sure I do this. I think it was like it happened. She looked and then saw the stuff and she was like, oh my, and then she was just like, we have to save him and thought maybe like scooping it up would help. I feel like you wouldn't really be clear minded at that point. Like, I'm uncomfortable. You'd just be like anything I can. Oh my god. <laughs> Traumatized. Triggered. If you listen to our previous episode, you'll know that we have some sort of like a consistent I feel like we had talked about it in the first episode too, our very first episode. Um, we have a pretty consistent tie with multiple realities or like parallel universes kind of thing. I don't remember what we I'm pretty sure we talked about it in the first episode, but I don't remember completely. That was so long ago. <laughs> Some people believe that the Mandela Effect is actually an example of us being kind of visited by multiple realities or parallel universes because the people that remember it different than it used to be are from the parallel universe where, like, nothing else is different besides that. And as much as I want to believe that because it sounds fun, I just really am let down by the idea of there just being a parallel universe where just, like, Berenstain There's and Berenstain like, is like the difference. very minor changes. Right. There's a possibility, though. Right. But it would be lame, but there's a possibility, though. And I mean, maybe it's a possibility that all these differences in, like, these movies and references right here that we just went through that, like, we actually were aware of, we're from that poss- that universe. And that's why we're Well, we like, have different things, so we're like, where you come from. Maybe you come from a universe that JFK flies. You can do that. I gen- like, that's literally the first time I've ever heard about that. Ever. Like, ever. That's why I'm, like, shook to my core right now. Like, I literally cannot even believe somebody did that. <laughs> Like, you have no idea how triggered I am. Like, I'm, like, tearing up. <laughs> I'm like, she did what? <laughs> but yeah, so people believe that it's potentially just, like, a parallel universe where people just had subtle differences and that somehow we just woke up in the wrong universe where everything else is the same, but that... They just collide and switch a room. Good to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty weird. But getting into parallel universes as well, this is where we bring in doppelgangers. Spooky scary. Doppelganger is actually a German word, which with a direct translation means double goer. Wow. <laughs> they are described as non-biologically related uh, lookalikes of a person, sometimes portrayed as a ghost or paranormal occurrence, usually seen as a bad omen, and some people actually believe, like, this is essentially your evil twin. I wonder if it was the evil twin. Which one would you be? I think I'd be the evil twin. I feel like I'd be the good twin. I want to say I'm the original. But I definitely feel like I'd be the evil twin. Like, if I found that I had, like, someone that looked exactly like me out there, it would be, like, the most tempting bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> Look, where's that credit for, baby? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a website that you can go to. It's called, like, strangertwin.com or something like that. And you Ooh. can upload your photo. No. Like, of your face. And it'll find your doppelganger. Nope, of the person for me. that looks exactly like you. I'm good. The owner of the website actually has three of them. That they all look exactly identical. Of him? Of or him. her? Of him, yeah. And, like, there are multiple people that do it. And so there are actually YouTube videos called, like, Strange Twin or, or whatever, Stranger Twin or something like that, where people, like, they use this website, they find their doppelgangers, and they actually meet them in person. And they do, like, weird twin get-together, like, meetups. Oh. Yeah, and they do, like, DNA testing to make sure 
secret, they're not related, and all this and that, and I'm like, fuck that, bad I would never. Right? If you see someone that looks exactly like you, you're like, no thanks. Yeah, I'm good. There's no way. There's no way. Like, I'm going to invite this person just into my life. No. There are some weird instances of people having doppelgangers, and it kind of being just like, sometimes it was just a weird occurrence that they happened to see it, or like, it just, it popped in and popped out, and then there was actually occurrences where people saw it, and then something bad happened afterward. Oof. So, there's this guy back in like the 1600s, who he went to visit Paris while his wife stayed home in like England or something. His name was John Dunn or Doan. And he actually saw his wife's doppelganger. Um, she was pregnant, and she gave birth to a stillborn. And that's how he knew that something was wrong with her, was that he saw her doppelganger. And he was like, fuck. He's like, something's happening to my wife. Right, right now. And there was, like, there's no phones back then. He just had to write a letter and wait three months. Like. And then they were like, yeah, this happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, well, shit. There is a German playwright named, and I'm going to butcher the hell out of this, but Goat? Joe? Uh, he actually claimed that he passed his doppelganger on a horse. Like, he was just, like, riding along, trotting like there was no other business going on in the world. And then the exact same horse, with him on top of it, went past him, looked at him, they both looked at each other, and then continued on their way. That was wow. That. that sounds like, that'd be wild. Like, you're, like, almost looking in a mirror. <laughs> so, um, there's another case of doppelganger with Emily Sabi. Probably not saying that right. Sorry again. In 1845, she actually worked for a private French girls' school. The girls actually used to claim that they would see two of her, two Emilies. And at the school that she worked at, the girls would be, like, writing down a lesson or whatever the teacher was teaching. And Emily, the teacher, would be up at the board, like, writing the chalk. And the girls would see a second one, like, manifest. And just be looking, like, into the middle of the class and not blinking, just staring. And they were like... Not okay with it. That and, uh, is ghosts. There was one instance where they were all having a dinner, and so all the girls were sitting at a long table, and Emily was sitting on one end of it, and as she was, like, talking to one of the girls at the end, a couple of the girls noticed there was movement outside, and they looked out the window, and they saw Miss Emily outside picking flowers. Wow. And when they called Miss Emily over to come to look, they said that it was gone, that her doppelganger wasn't there anymore. But when Emily was looking out the window, they turned around and saw her on the other side of the room. Wow, that's scary. Miss Emily never saw the doppelganger, but it was said that she actually was literally sick, she would get fatigued, and she wasn't able to stand for long periods of time while the doppelganger was, like, within the vicinity. Wow, that's, that's that. interesting. <laughs> no thanks. She ended up getting fired from her job because the girls were so afraid of her. Aww. Yeah. Apparently she was really nice. They were just really freaked out about it. Well, yeah, if it happened that, if it happened that often and that many people were like, this is happening, it's probably happening. Right, and then uh, the last one, there were a lot of different cases, but these were just the ones that I liked the most. The last one was Abraham Lincoln. He actually saw his own, he saw his own doppelganger in 1860 in the reflection of a two-sided mirror. It's like a mirror that can look both ways, but like you can only see one way, it's not like one way. Yes, yes, like what they use for... Placing of mirrors. Yes. Right. So he was looking on the other side. He was looking on the side that could see out, but not in. So, like, the window side. Right. And so the other, the person on the other side wouldn't have been able to see him. Right. He said that he looked through the mirror and saw himself on the other side. And he was like, well. They're, this, like, pulling a prank on him. Right. <laughs> this happened three times. And this actually, his wife started worried by the third time that he saw it. And she actually believed that, that the doppelganger essentially meant that he would make it to the second term of the presidency, but he wouldn't make it to the end. And then 
Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds like conspiracy theory to me. It was like, she predicted he wouldn't make it to the end of his second term. Oh, and he didn't? Right. Yeah. That's, that, I, I mean, if the doppelganger part of it's true, though, that's wild. True, but at the same time, how did she know doppelganger is meant? Like... Yeah, that's pretty specific. If she was just like, this means like something bad's going to happen, that'd be something. Right, but she was specifically like, you're going to make it to your second term, but not the end. You're like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Be like, why would you know? How do you know? Yeah, like, what information are you withholding right now? I was actually kind of surprised to see the one about Abraham Lincoln, and it was pretty weird to me. So, I'm going to jump in with, like, my, you know, annual podcast reference, and there's a movie. I believe it's on Netflix. I don't know the name of it. <laughs> it's an uh, enemy, and so this guy sees his doppelganger, and like this guy is living a pretty mediocre life. Like his, I think his girlfriend or wife or whatever is like not super in love with him, or like they had just fallen out of love. He lives like in a little apartment. He's like, you know, just not a very fun, like exciting life. And then he sees this guy like on the street. And it looks just like him. And this other guy, he's an up-and-coming actor. So he's done, like, little roles, you know? Which is why this guy supposedly has never seen him before. And so he goes to the guy's, like, apartment. And he's just like, oh, yeah, come on in. His girlfriend's like, oh, hi, honey. Like, literally, he completely invades his life. And the two of them decide to meet and switch lives. And it is it is a wild ride. Because, like, it, it goes into that evil twin thing. I'm not going to spoil it for any of you. But it really, like, you're just like, oh, shit, like, what if? What if? There's another movie that actually has Jesse Eisenberg in it, which is the guy from the Social Network movie. Mm -hmm. Um, The zombie guy. I always want to remember him. Um, (laughs) The true masterpiece. Right. He actually was in a movie called The Double, where he sees his doppelganger, and then it starts this whole shit pile of stuff happening. And it's a really crazy movie, and I don't know how to describe it without giving away parts of the movie, but, like... I recommend it. Any doppelganger movie, that's that's a little vague. I was, I was going to say any doppelganger movie, probably definitely check out like both the movies we just recommended, because A, they'll kind of get you thinking, and B, it's just fascinating. The doppelganger effect is just, it's scary. Well, and if you're not careful, you can fuck up your life. Yeah, it's well, scary. It's interesting. Life, so. I don't recommend going on this weird website. I really don't. You don't want to I mean, invite somebody that looks just like you into your life. I mean, if you do, let us know. Send us pics. Oh, yeah. If you have. Yeah. Tell us how it went. If you met your doppelganger, like, tell us how that, what you really thought about it. Did you have any weird, like, experiences with them? Are you guys, like, opposite of each other? Do you get sick around around each other? Did something bad happen shortly after to either of you? Like, getting in on that. Luckily, our criminal investigators, crime thing, police detectives and stuff (laughs) like that. I don't know what kind of word I'm searching for here are better now than they used to be because there was actually a guy in the, the late 1800s who he actually spent 17 years behind bars um, because somebody else committed a crime who looked exactly like him and had the same first name. Oh, no. And it wasn't until they caught that guy doing the crime that they were like, oops, didn't mean to keep you back there, buddy. That's so bad. You, I bet you anything, you didn't get anything from them either. Oh, of course not. Yeah. They were just like, whoops, here you go, back in the wild. Awful. Some people believe that seeing a doppelganger can actually be a symptom of, um, and I'm going to completely botch this. I believe in you. Chiotoscopy? I believed in you. I have no idea. <laughs>
some people believe seeing your doppelganger can actually be a symptom of chiatoscopy. It's probably not right, but if you know how to say it better, do it. A form of schizophrenia that actually causes a hallucination of oneself at a distance. So you can actually hallucinate seeing yourself across the room. Oh no. And that's just your mind playing tricks on you. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah. Some people believe if somebody else sees your doppelganger, then it could mean that you're actually very sick or on the verge of being very sick. So it's like, if you were to see your mom's doppelganger at the mall and you like walked up to her and she just like, sup, and then you your mom calls you 20 minutes later and was like, hey, I'm getting KFC, what's going on? And you're like, wait, what? She could potentially be dying. <laughs> Let me set the scene for you. Uh, the Canelos Indians, Canelo Indians, I'm probably watching that and I apologize, uh, of South America hated portrait photography because they actually believed that pictures captured the souls of people. So they're like one of those cultures that actually think that pictures were really bad when they first were coming out. Don't the Amish believe in something like that? Or is that... Something like that, Okay. Yeah. They believe something similar. So they actually believe that the pictures would capture their soul, and so they completely were like, don't want to come out with that. So they think that doppelgangers are actually just the souls from within those pictures manifesting into their physical being. Maybe. And then of course, last but not least, many people believe that doppelgangers are actually just you from a different dimension. Ah, of they're, course. There are multiple different, you know, uh, realities and dimensions and parallel universes where you may actually also exist. We proved and that with the Mandela effect. Exactly. Yeah. That there's just some things happening to where you're dimensions are intertwining for just a minute or two and you just happen to see yourself and that could really explain like all, all of yeah all yeah. of it it's like there's just two three quadrillion dimensions that like just sometimes end up twisting into each other and things transfer and things go wrong for a second like fascinating yeah. good stuff yeah so of course like i said everything always comes back to being interdimensional well thanks for half learning with us <laughs> We were both very fascinated by all of this. Honestly, I was pretty intrigued by all of it, and this is all just half knowledge that I'll keep for random conversations at some point in time that I can use in a conversation that nobody's really interested in, but will pretend to be interested <laughs> just in. Just sitting around the table like, by the way, did you know Abraham Lincoln saw his doppelganger? And then he died? It's just me. His wife probably did it. <laughs> did you know Jackie Kennedy was there when her husband got shot? Did you know she picked up his brain? Yeah, because that... I'm like, that tripped me out so hard. Yeah, get the person to say yes, and then be like, well, guess what? Just go into it anyway. They're just like, no. They're like, well, I'm about to stuff you with some knowledge, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for tuning in. We hope that you come back for the fourth one and maybe the fifth one, and hopefully there is a sixth one. I'm Dalton. And I'm Michaela. And you just listened to the Goop Boys. Goodbye.